Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. We have to separate these issues very carefully. On the one hand, you know, people that are calling for an end to the lockdown. And secondly, those that are seeking to challenge aspects of the lockdown, and in particular, the constitutional validity of some of the decisions and structures that are in place. On the former, I think in terms of calling for an end to the lockdown, I think that's highly irresponsible because we know from global experience that this is a highly complex decision that countries have to take, and it's not an easy one. We've seen other countries as well battle with this, and I think governments which should have access to all of the information at their disposal are best placed to be able to take such a decision. But given that that is the responsibility of government, there's also a responsibility of government to share information with the public so that we understand the decisions that are being taken, why they're being taken, and so on. And and in that regard, government has also fallen short, which I think is adding to this complex environment of where people are wanting to challenge decisions of the government. In an interview that we've done at Newsbreak, the Disaster Management Act has been questioned along with the limitations. If you can provide us with some clarity on what these limitations mean. The Disaster Management Act is quite clear, is that it gives power to the executive to take decisions in terms of a state of national disaster. I think it's quite clear that the Act was not written with the COVID-19 kind of pandemic in, in mind. It was really a piece of legislation that was crafted to deal with natural disasters such as floods, earthquakes, fires and the like, which are confined to a particular area or region. This pandemic is is something of a totally different nature, and I think we're beginning to see that perhaps the legislation is not adequate to deal with a kind of disaster like this. For example, under the Act, there's no parliamentary oversight over decisions that are taken by the executive. So there are some weaknesses in that system, and I think these are the weaknesses that are forming the basis of some of the legal challenges that we are beginning to see at the moment. When it comes to the issue of the restriction of our rights in terms of the Bill of Rights, you know, the the restriction on the freedom of movement, the right to work, and so on, that's more tricky. And I think the key there is that any decisions that government take have to be directly related to dealing with the pandemic. They cannot be arbitrary or something that is not has got nothing to do with dealing with the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic. That's an area where on particular issues there may be some opportunity for, for organizations to challenge the rationality and therefore the legality of some of those decisions uh, that have been taken by government ministers. The civil society groups, political parties are saying that the NCC is acting as a law on themselves. Is the NCC effective in a constitutional democracy? Under the Disaster Management Act, it is the executive members of cabinet that have been delegated to uh, have fairly wide-ranging powers and responsibilities. The minister in charge of the uh, Disaster Management Act is the Minister of Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs, uh, Dr. Nkosuzama Lamini-Zuma, and it is that piece of legislation that uh, sits at the heart of it. Now, how government exercises that power, whether it's through the National Command Council or some other structure, is not entirely clear. You know, the Command Council as a decision-making body has no legal standing uh, or anything like that. But if it is a cabinet committee and that its decisions or its recommendations are being ratified by cabinet, then I think it would be very difficult to say that the command council is not a proper structure. It cannot be a structure that has decision-making capacity. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.